When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to the Apartment 4D podcast, all about our favorite show, New Girl. We're so excited. You didn't know, Heather? (laughs) We're so excited to bring you our first ever full season recap episode. We're recapping season one of New Girl all together, including input from you guys on Instagram, submitted at apartment underscore underscore 4 before we get started, since it's Christmas week, we would like to wish you guys a Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Or Happy Hanukkah! Oh god, Joe got confused again. Oh no. <laughs> It'll be Christmas when this airs. You didn't lose a week. Oh. You didn't lose a week. As okay. reviewed before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> happy Hanukkah! Happy Hanukkah! And uh, Happy Holidays! Holidays! Just all of them. Yeah. Want them all to be happy. So let's get started. We are going to talk about season one of New Girl. Mm. Starting with, I would like to know your guys' favorite episode. You can only pick one. Heather, I can tell by your notes you have too many. Yeah. Probably. You can only pick one and why. I'm going to start with Joe. Okay. Okay. So mine was when Cece and Schmidt got caught. Oh, okay. good yeah. episode. Because... Lies. Just like everything else in the storylines, it's never just cut and dry. Like, Mm -hmm. it might say, oh, Jess is going to date Genslinger and they're going to have a romantic moment. And you just think, oh, they're going to have a romantic moment. Here we go. And then all of a sudden it turns into a debacle and hilarious and they make light of everything. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it's the same with with getting caught. Most people get caught sneaking out of a bedroom the next morning or they seem at dinner together Mm -hmm. or something. These two are in a trunk going to Mexico naked (laughs) listening to Winston sing. Right. I love when he sings Wicked. You I know? love when he sings Wicked. And so there were many storylines around the main storyline of CC and Schmidt because to me that was the one of the major storylines of, of season the season. One. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. Was Good that? answer, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Well, well said. Heather, what was your favorite episode? One episode. Well, if and I can only pick one. That's what it says. Then it's gonna be the party bus. Mm. Because it was so sweet, but it was completely hilarious. The story of the 50 is the name of that episode. The what? The story of the 50. Why is it the 50? He had to put $50 in. Oh, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, and then he says Bremesis and Brennanese. Mm-hmm. But most of all, it shows you how much Jess loves her friends and how yes. far she'll go for them. So, That's and it's just a great episode. That's a good answer. Thank you. Um, my favorite episode is Wedding. Oh, you do love that one. Yeah. The weddings are hilarious. Weddings yeah. are great. I, yeah. Like I've shared several All times, shows. I love any show when there's like a wedding or it's Christmas, Thanksgiving, when everybody's together, together. the whole time. Yeah. Um, but the reason that I chose wedding is because I, for me personally, the first time I watched it, like I kind of sensed like a Nick Jess vibe a little bit oh. in other, the first two episodes, but that third episode, I was like, oh my gosh, they oh, have to be together. I love them. Okay. And I love any episode where the whole cast is just in the same room the entire episode. Well, I don't think Cece was. 
Well, I, at this point, I wouldn't really. I do consider um, Hannah Simone and Cece part of the cast, but at this point, it was so early. I don't. It's like she the fourth episode. Just like someone who came in and out for different episodes. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So now we're gonna switch it up and reverse it and share our Ooh. least favorite episode and why. So Heather, I'm gonna start with you. Well, one episode. Yeah, I don't even honestly know what I would have picked on my own because when I tried to answer this question, all I could hear was you saying how it was so disturbing to Mike. Oh yeah. And then I'm like, well, in case he listens. I better just say that one because it children is disturbing. The uh, episode children, kids, kids. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, Joe. Is that that's the one where uh, he's he's where in Cece Jess's class? thinks she's pregnant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 and then the kid is in Jess's class, and she yeah. comes over. The fancy man's kid, Russell's daughter, Sarah. Yeah, which is a good segue because oh. Fancy Man Part One and Two. Yes, that oh. is. Yeah, we're just not my. You know, most shows, they they crack you up. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. And they just kind of flow with the jokes. Like, I like I like the episodes more where the, the jokes just keep going. And, mm-hmm. and they may jump around. It yeah. may be chaos within the storyline. You know, chaos here. You know, Nick's got a problem. And then Winston's got a problem. And then Schmidt's got a problem. Right, right. You know, and they all end up together sharing ties another common up. problem. Right. They love in. to have problems on that And show. then the yeah, solution really is usually all them together. Right. You know? Okay. But Fancy Man was just... I don't know. It was just weird. And to tell you the truth, I can't even off the top of my head remember what the storyline exactly was. A fancy man. Because I didn't feel like there was a storyline. Or you just, it wasn't well, engaging. But yet. I will say in Fancy Man Part 2, the part about Nick not getting a cell phone and being obsessed oh, with Russell, yeah. that part was funny. Yeah. But I would agree that Fancy Man 1 is not one of my favorites. If 2 is okay, but yeah, they're not really strong. Fancy, break, fancy Man Breakup. Is that in Fancy Man 2? Well, that's not the name of an episode. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like how prepared you guys came. I am. No, I am. <laughs> With no, the names of the episodes. Oh. <laughs> Um, so my fa- least favorite episode, and I had trouble with this because I definitely have episodes I can pinpoint of New Girl that are not my favorite, mm-hmm. but not in season one. But I did choose kids, even though it, parts of it are funny. I just, I, be, I think we just talked about the uncomfortable parts so much that yeah. I'm just predisposed to predisposed automatically take of that it. episode. Yeah. Okay, so now, and this was um, suggested by some of our uh, Instagram followers. Thanks, guys. What is a moment we forgot about or either forgot about or hadn't noticed the first time we watched the show? So I'm going to start. And my answer is because I've seen the show so many times and I've caught on that this is something I enjoy, I spend a lot of time just watching the characters who aren't talking's facial reactions. okay. And I will say that Winston and Schmidt's, Facial react. If you just like, I'm just gonna look at Schmidt this episode. I'm just gonna look at Winston. Yeah, it is a that. whole show by itself, <laughs> especially Schmidt. Although Winston does it too, and it's a lot of fun. So I couldn't think of like any specific thing. Oh, I never noticed that, but that I really enjoyed. Like just kind of enjoying the characters being in the background and their reactions. Okay, good Joe, on. what was yours? I think the one thing that I didn't notice last time, Schmidt can't say woof. <laughs> Neither can you. Yeah. yeah. So what's the talk? He can, Wolf. He can't say it. And yet his, 
you know, vocabulary is crazy. He says yeah. charcuterie. Oh, he loves to say charcuterie. Well, he like you know over pronunciates words, so yeah. it doesn't Check make sense. And he comes up can't say wolf. every week. We seemingly have a term. We're like, okay, we gotta look that up. What does agoraphobia mean? And right. ended up being we For all. For the got record, it. I know right. what agoraphobia meant before Joe looked it yeah, up. But, Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> you know, but every week there's a term that we're like, what is he talking about? Yeah, he does right. have good vocabulary, right. and he, he, he over pronunciates. So for him to not the L and Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but... That's a good one. But that's, yeah, that's the one I didn't catch the first time. Heather, what about you? Um, I think the thing that I didn't notice or I had forgotten was the hilarity of season one, episode 22, uh, Tomatoes, where Nick and Jess are having the fight where he mm. says pajama outfits. Yes. Love that. They're just called pajamas. Right. That's a good one. Okay, so we've uh, had a lot of requests to talk about characters, um and like their character arc and their development and so we're going to go through the main characters of the show talk a little bit about them how we think they fared in the season did they show any growth and a favorite quote from theirs if we want to share one so i did put coach on the list because technically i consider him like i consider even cc in the season a main character because i know that he's going to come back because i've already watched the show so there's not a lot to discuss there i'm just going to say that still to this day i'm very annoyed they never address where he went because when he comes back they don't even address where he went yeah i know he did just break up with a girlfriend so when he comes back so i guess he went to live with a woman okay and i do not have a quote for him do you guys have any thoughts on coach just what we've seen so far before we dive into the other characters no it just it left left me wanting more which a good actor does a coach really yeah i was like he's cool why is he gone and like Mm -hmm. nick said he needed to be nicer to him or coach is gonna go live with nicer white people exactly so what happened joe did you have any thoughts on coach where did coach actually go well what i just said is that's what i'm frustrated with is that they never address where he went oh well i know he ends up in a certain city later in the uh, yeah. series. Yeah, we all yes. know that. Yes. Yeah. That was a funny scene. Yeah, but we're talking yeah. about season one. I yeah. know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Co- Coach's potential is coming. It's going to okay. take, yeah, it's gonna take a few years. Yeah, I like Because it. I, I don't remember anything. I, like, episode one was all about Jess breaking up with her boyfriend. Right. Yeah, right. And I didn't even know Coach was in the yard at that time. In the yard? Was he in the yard? Remember they all went to the house and they were all in the oh, yard? Oh, yeah, I think he was in the yard. And they had their own hats and Unless everything that was else. Okay, no. Because um, that's the second episode, so he's not there when they go get the TV. So, oh, right, Lily, he go. goes to the Indians and Cowboys party and then leaves and goes to Sarah at the restaurant. Schmidt dressed up in, in that. The, and the only, <laughs> the only yeah. other thing he really gives us is he comes into Jess to tell her he doesn't know how to talk to women because he's always yelling. Oh, that's right. So, okay. So not a lot. Not, but, no, hey, if you just go off that impact. episode, he doesn't make an impact, I think. Well, I think he's very one note. It's so cliche that he's a coach his name's coach and he just yells at women i'm just a huge wayans fan so i can't be objective okay so now we're gonna get into cc so my thoughts on cc this season is i actually do like her character arc and development because she's extremely harsh yeah borderline rude right um not very friendly she softens up not just to schmidt but in general yeah she definitely shows signs of being a really good friend to jess and caring about her and my favorite CC quote is that is actually a Schmidt quote because she says, "Are you going to tell me about her? How Mer- Merlot is the whore of the vineyard?" Oh, that was a great one at the end. What are of the your season. Heather? What are your thoughts on CC's character development? Well, they're kind of like yours. Like I approach the other ones from the angle of like, well, how did they develop because of having Jess as a roommate? Well, mm. CC isn't just his roommate, and she's already had her in her life. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just looked at it from the perspective 
of how did Cece change? And really, if you look at it that way, she was changed by and because of Schmidt. Yes. And again, she softens. She shows more depth as the yeah. series moves on. And then I appreciate in season two, which we're not at yet, we see more of her. And right. She's like becomes like a real member of the group. But in season one, she does reveal her dad's death. True. And the impact that took True. on her. Yeah. Joe, what were your thoughts on Cece's character development? Uh, It was good. I mean, you know, she... You didn't expect her to end up with Schmidt. No, you did not. You know what I'm saying? But the other thing that nobody really notices that I did oh was how career-driven she is. Because oh. even on that last episode when she was on that rocket with that other model, uh-huh. I mean, she was all serious about it. And then she got mad at Schmidt when he started making noise and stuff like that. And well, it seems like yeah. she's always gone and she drives this really nice car. Remember Schmidt drove that really nice car? And a hers? motorcycle. And mm. she had a motorcycle. So yeah. I think the missing piece that's not emphasized with her is mm-hmm. how career-driven she is. Nice. In this season. Yeah. yeah. Later I would on, agree with see that. her goals. And how but she, okay. like, on her birthday, she wasn't eating. Yeah. Like, very yeah. career-driven. Almost, almost like show. she's hiding it like she does her relationships. Oh. Now, actually, Heather, we didn't get your favorite CC quote to jump back to you. Did you have one? You're not a Marine. Okay. (laughs) Remember, she's a Smith. I do. Joe, did you have a favorite CC quote? You You only have one book in your Kindle. It's the only book in your Kindle. It's the only book. But he has several PDFs. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so now we're getting into some more characters that have a little more screen time, a little more meat, the core roommates. And we're going to start with Winston. Heather, would you like to open the discussion? Winnie B. Okay, well, I think... Or Brown Lightning. Or Brown Lightning. Or so many other different things that we could say. Mm -hmm. Ferguson's dad, but not yet. Um, okay, well, I think this is a hard situation for Lamorne, and I give him a lot of props mm-hmm. um, because clearly, clearly the writers, I mean, and I'm not dissing them, but they didn't really know where they were going no. with Winston. So around mid-season, he really hits his stride, and as a character, he's growing and finding his career path and comes into himself. Nice. All of the roommates are supportive, but Jess's relentless positivity it's like you're reading this is something. what I wrote. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I didn't want to forget anything. Jess's relentless positivity, I think, is a huge plus mm. in Winston's life. Nice. And did you have a favorite quote? Oh, I got so wrapped up. Okay. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so did you have any thoughts on Winston's character development and a favorite Winston quote? Yeah, I mean, he had to struggle because it's the classic ex-athlete, mm-hmm. now what do I do kind of thing. Right. I lived it for 15, 20 years of my life when I saw minor yes. league baseball. Oh, These guys okay. who were, you know, when I worked at the double-A level in Birmingham, double-A is kind of the, the the league where you're either going to go to the majors or you're not. not. Yeah. And you're pretty much you're pretty much done if if you're not because by then you're already 25 26 years old right well they're the looking at yeah, yeah they're looking at kids that are 18, 18 19 20 right so uh so you see a lot of the athletes struggle with oh what am i gonna do next right he became a babysitter or a nanny, nanny right yes a dj and then he wanted to go yeah and the radio part you know and he was gonna do whatever he had to yes he you know was. what i'm saying even with a little push so, from elvin so i think he's just got to find something and we all know what he eventually finds but i'm yeah. not gonna no, spoiler spoiler alert, alert it, it, joe you're air quoting yourself but <laughs> I, I think that. I think that he just has, just has to find you know 
his man. What, what, what does he like? And he'll be good at it. Because generally athletes are good right. workers. They're, they have that ethic. Because they have a team mentality. mentality. And they have right. the work ethic, work ethic. And they know how to get along with others. And we see Winston takes things seriously. Like bells. Yeah. Yes. yes. And I actually agree with Joe because... I have seen that happen. It's a hard thing to watch happen to somebody because you know that's their dream. Yeah. And they're so close to making it and they don't and they do often get lost um, afterwards. But I also will say that I've seen, not to generalize, but a very similar thing happen with athletes and dating as was happened with Winston is that he just thought he could call Shelby up even though he treated her like dirt and him being Winston was going to get him far enough. And she was like, no, you know, you need to treat people appropriately. So I enjoyed his character um, development because he went from kind of being oblivious right. and a little not nice. The, the, even the really? flashbacks of him as an athlete, like when the girl flashed him in the truck and he's like, cool. Yeah. Like to really being down to earth and becoming kinder because he is a kind person. Oh, very kind. And we attribute a lot of that to Shelby. Good job, Shelby. Um, I appreciated how hard he worked to break through and have that success with his boss. And most importantly, I love that we show a little bit of his quirkiness. There's two or three foreshadowing cat references. I don't think they knew they were foreshadowing. I wrote those too. And um, my favorite quotes from him were save, save as, print, preview. Oh, I love those. But my very favorite quote of Winston, not of all time, but of of season one, as when they're talking about Black Friday and they say, or as I like to call it, Friday. Friday. And I actually, (laughs) when um, Lamorne Morris did uh, Woke, he was doing an interview saying how he had to go to the writers and be like, look, I don't think you're doing this intentionally, but I'm not going to continue to be the black guy who doesn't have a job on the show. Oh, like, you need to give me a career. Job, you need to give Moore. me a job. I, I don't know what know season that. it was. Okay. You know? um, so I just thought that was interesting that he was a little bit involved in. I mean, obviously yeah. he's going to have to get his character have to get a job sometime. Right. But he didn't just. Yeah, I like that. And they do show. In in season one, they show Nick and his element at work. Yeah. Behind True. the bar, right? They show Schmidt. They show Schmidt a lot in his element. There's shows all around the office. All around yeah. his office, You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then they show a lot of Jess teaching. Mm-hmm. Lots of it. You know what I'm saying? And they show CeCe modeling. Yeah, good point, right? Joe. So the only one they didn't show in a work really? element until the radio thing with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. Well, the nannying. Was too, Winston. But... So that's probably when he went to the producers and the writers and said so then he got on or maybe even before his later career but that was like episode like probably 15 16 17 yeah yeah he didn't get the radio drop till the end end. yeah yeah Yeah. good call okay so we'll move on to schmidt with that um joe why don't you kick us off what do you think about schmidt's character development things that happened to him in the season stuff we saw from schmidt and a favorite quote well he managed to turn his, um, I don't know if arrogance is the word, but maybe cockiness yeah. into a relationship type of attitude. Because mm-hmm. before CC came along, it was date everyone, not really looking to settle down, just want to play the field, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Right. And then CC came along and he totally changed right Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i think that was that was interesting and then just his he's so 
different from the other guys in the thing. Like, for instance, the plumbing with Nick. Oh, Nick yeah. grabs a stick and shoves it down the sink. Right. He just wants, he wants to, to hire a plumber, plumber. and right. do it right. right. And he's the one that does the cooking. And they even made a storyline around Him when he doesn't. Yeah, line. he's the glue, yeah, right? right? He was the glue. And when he stopped cooking and Cleaning, washing right. and laundry. Ants on a hill. Everything fell apart. Ants on a log. Oh, ants yeah. on a log. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> It's like so, a mountain. I'm a zoo. And hiking. So at the same time, he he developed his relationship skills, and then we got to see how he keeps the whole house together. Interesting. Really take. Good. Good point. Do you have a favorite quote before we move on to Heather's thoughts? Oh my gosh, with Schmidt is every I know, week. It it's is. so hard. Yeah, that's okay. I like. I mean, many? his terms are charcuterie. I like. I yeah. like his references to some. You know, Prince Warlord back in the 1500s, that one girl yes. told us about. Yes. Shout out to that one girl. Thank yeah. you for that. She listens, I mean, so. Yeah, she does listen. Yeah. We appreciate you. I mean, just, and, and, and his knowledge of food is crazy. Oh, yeah. For yeah. a guy who never ate at a fine dining establishment when they were on the show, you're like, Well, oh he references Namudo and, yeah. Well, he got implied. mad. He got yeah. mad when the fancy man knew the chef oh, knew at the, the sushi place. It's implied to me that Schmidt does and wants everything that's the very best. Yeah. He wants to cook the best. He wants to look the best. He has the best clothes. clothes. The hottest girlfriend. So I, I would imagine he dines at several fancy, expensive restaurants. He likes a nice car. Heather, yeah. what were your thoughts on Schmidt? Okay, well, so like, so I, like I said, with Winston and Nick, I, I wrote more like, oh, well, how were they changed by Jess? Whereas with Schmidt, I don't think he, he's really changed by Jess that much. I mean, at the beginning, he's pretentious. Mm-hmm. He's all about baller money. He's promiscuous. Um, I put he still likes fancy food like Joe did. Um, so she changed his life in a lot, but mostly just from the perspective that she brought Cece into it, which mm. kind of goes into what Joe was saying, that Cece's really the one who... We see this wonderful side of Schmidt who goes from this player who's so disrespectful to skywriting, will you marry me? Interesting. I mean, that's huge. I have a very different take on Schmidt than you guys what? do. So, while I would say that some people would argue the last couple episodes he showed growth because he decided to commit to Cece and talk about his true feelings and then let her go because he thought that was the best for her, kind of. Really, I think he was just an elbow, like a knee-jerk reaction because he was jealous. He was in pain. I think that he doesn't show so much show growth as he's just like all over the place. All the time. Yeah, in this season. There, there's not like, like with everyone else, I could say like Winston had a very steady uphill in yeah. career, in dating, in being a good roommate. Oh, okay. And I, you know, Coach wasn't there. And Cece had from being really harsh and mean to opening up and getting softer. They're like straight lines going up. And Schmidt's like the zigzag, loop-de-loop. Okay. He's just like very Schmidt in the first I season. I see what you're, where you're coming from and I, I don't disagree. But I do appreciate, I, I would say there's a lot of immaturity there. Yeah. And I do appreciate though that he's surprisingly kind to Jess, which is actually also something I didn't notice in the, the earlier seasons. Like when yeah. she's crying, when she doesn't have a boyfriend, even when she's playing oh, River, yeah. he wants her to turn it off. But the way he comes over with tea, tea for her, for her. the yeah. way he smiles at her when she's speaking... And my favorite Schmidt quote of all time is, of course, youths, street oh, youths. Yeah, Did my, you say your favorite quote? No, there? mine was chutney, any mm. kind of chutney, <laughs> when Cece asked about his hair, her hair. Oh, that's a what, good what nationality scene. Am I? That is such yes. a good scene. Yeah. All right. Now I hope everyone's prepared because sure. we're moving on to Nick, my <laughs> man, played by Jake Johnson. 
I don't even know where to start on Nick. Let's let's start with, with me, Heather. I guess. Oh, with Joe. Oh, with Joe. Oh, okay. With, <laughs> with Joe. Go ahead. So Nick is kind of like me hmm? because he kind of. You have the credit of a homeless ghost. No. <laughs> he kind of he kind of grows on you. you know oh, I would saying? agree with that. I would because agree with that. if you see the first few episodes, it's it's yeah, like the the yelling and stuff like that. Right. It, you know. You don't realize it's his shtick. You know what I'm saying? If you just meet him for the first time, you're like, why is that guy? Because his voice fluctuates. You know what I'm saying? And he goes up and down. But he just, that's that's just him. And nobody takes it as, why are you yelling at me? Oh, You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's pretty depressed in the first couple episodes. So everyone kind of overlooks, especially the 20-year-old college girls, overlooks the bartender job. Right. Right. Overlooks the bartender job and sees, you know, Nick for his humor. Oh, that's so true. The his hu- sort of dry humor. Yeah, his humor kind of grows on everyone. And then, you know, I mean, I, I mean, look at his girlfriend that he didn't move in with. Caroline. Yeah, mm-hmm. how did he ever get Caroline? She's got an adult job, an oh, adult house. Okay. Well, some people would argue Caroline's what broke him. Yeah. Right. That but, he was doing okay, they broke up, and then he, then he became the lies. Nick we know. Hence the video we saw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then and then at his core, Nick's just a nice guy. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That. But yeah. he's a sports fan. They always like He always likes sports and stuff like that. So that's so, like you. Yep. So he reminded me a lot of me. Well, you don't, <laughs> you don't have to grow on people. Everybody's just obsessed with you. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Joe has a different personality and yeah. that and a different sense of humor and that he does grow on people. Oh, he does? I wouldn't say they're like, oh, I hate him, and then he grows on them. You can grow on someone and just like, oh, I like you okay, and I like you better. Well, I know my dog was just always all Joe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, what are your thoughts well, on Well, Nick also had a lack of plumbing skills. Oh. Oh, oh and starts a project and doesn't finish it. That's classic <laughs> Joe. Yep. Classic and, Joe. I'm going to paint half the house. And Joe was a muralist. Oh, my God, yes. His life skills are a little bit lacking, but he's a survivor. So whatever he has to fix, he will he fix. He will fix. He'll yeah, find well, a way to fix. Yeah, he fixes it. It's just not a fancy to. fix. Right. right. It could be a MacGyver kind of fix. Resourceful. It's going to work for a couple days. May and, not look great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And then he, you know, if he sees something he wants, he manipulates that situation to get it. Not in a bad way. Just like, you know, like, like when he was hanging out with that guy and the guy and the, and the professor gets divorced and he's like, oh, let's go find college girls. Now oh, yeah. All of a sudden, and he's like, all right. He's got to adjust his game to college girls. And he's right. this big fancy bartender. And, yeah. <laughs> you know. You can't get me drunk alone. professionally. <laughs> yeah, he plays a big shot I don't role. have insurance and they yeah. don't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden he's staying out till five in the morning. And, right. you know, they're watching Hannah Montana. I mean, I don't what? know. I mean, it's just a what teenagers do, but or his girlfriend is super young. Hannah Montana, <laughs> show's not that old. I think he's thinking of the episode where the girlfriend had Miss Day, and he's and going teacher. clubbing. I mean, Heather, yeah. what were your thoughts on Nick and his character development? Well, he he he. Oh hit. wait, I'm sorry, Joe. Did you have a favorite quote? Oh gosh, of Nick's. Uh, I well, I mean, I think the best one was probably. The pajamas one. 
Oh, the pajama, pajama outfit. outfit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. can't argue with you there. Yeah, okay, like Heather, that. what were your thoughts on Nick? Sorry about that. Well, his style certainly didn't change. LOL. LOL. Um, I think that Jess changed him in the fact that he was kind of like this grumpy old man. Mm-hmm. And if Jess hadn't moved in, I think he would have stayed that way. Like how they didn't really celebrate Thanksgiving before Jess. They mm-hmm. just watched football. And mm-hmm. then she gets them all into this fun, holiday, crazy adventures. And although he's never against love, I mean, because obviously he loved Caroline. Um, I feel that Jess's enthusiasm taught him to strive for more and opened him up. And I think that if Jess had not arrived, he wouldn't have been able to heal over Caroline. Interesting. So when I did these, I didn't... Oh, your favorite quote. Oh, uh, pajama outfits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just whatever was in the last Don't episode. Around. Um, so I didn't think of the character growth in relation to Jess like you did. But now that you say it, he wouldn't call Caroline to get Schmidt into the Cowboys and Indians party. And she talked to him and then he did. That's right. And then he was going to move in with Caroline. And then she tried to talk him out of it. He still did it. But she hid the keys. And then have that conversation with him. And he did it. So I do think that he had some growth specifically because of Jess. Um, I am going to say that I'm a little disappointed in his behavior in this season. Like because of hooking up with all the college age girls. That was roast yeah that was not good um but in the end of the season he broke a bad habit because he got with caroline so okay i'm done with college girls and then he broke the caroline habit like we're not going to keep getting back together well he broke it at the wedding and then they got back together a lot in nine months yeah he he probably had the most activity yeah um of anybody and so i wouldn't say that there was a lot of growth there as a person but there was a lot of growth in my very favorite thing which is him falling in love with Jess. And he wasn't afraid to make some changes. So you got to give the guy credit. And my favorite quote is, I don't have another face. This is my only face. That's from that same scene. <laughs> yes, it is from that same scene. <laughs> I would love to know if that was ad lib since it was an argument, but there's just no way to know. It might have been. So now we get to the main Ooh. character. One other thing Nick had was. No, we're not. <laughs> a bad tell when it came to lying. And that the was sweating. sweaty. Oh, bag. the sweaty yeah. man is bad. Yeah. Which we yeah. see come, I think, comes up on probably every season. All they had to do is well, several. Turn and several. look behind them, and they were <laughs> like, "You're Jacuz lying." Jacuz Miller, Jacuz. <laughs> <laughs> Which your listener fold, had fold. to tell us what Jacuz is. She did. That was the same you. person. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No yeah. wait. No wait. Was it good? No, I think it's a different. Girl. Girl. That's a different person. It's a different person. Good. I'm glad we didn't. Miss okay. That. That was good. So now the new girl herself, Jess. Um, I'll go ahead and start. Okay. I. Why is that funny? I didn't start any of them. No, start this one. You didn't write anything now. <laughs> so I um, appreciated that Jess's character arc because she was way less quirky. So I think her development oh, okay. was that she developed to her surroundings. She was made more appropriate in the loft. Um, and not that it's bad to be quirky, but she just became more functional as a person. Right. And most importantly, she formed a home and a family. And she illustrated several times what a good friend she was. So while I would say that people complain all the time that throughout the series, Jess has no no growth as a character, they say. But I don't know how you watch episode one and two and And just... go to the last season. Or or just the last episode of this season. Yeah. And she has grown immensely. She's way less quirky and in everybody's face she's always in everybody's business but she does tone it down from episode one to like you know about halfway through the season oh that's interesting um so i do think that 
that I think she showed a lot of growth. Of course, I'm very interested in her falling in love with Nick, which I don't know that she falls in love quite as much or as fast as he does. No. Um, but I do think that she's starting to realize she has feelings for him, but she's fighting it so hard, like in that episode with Cece, with the feet turned thing. Right. And my favorite quote of Jess, and arguably one of my favorite quotes ever from the series, is when she's fighting with Julia and she says she's sorry she doesn't dress like Murphy Brown. Oh, she rocks a lot of polka dots. She's touched glitter in the last 24 hours. She breaks for birds. But that doesn't mean she's not smart and tough and strong. Because I think that's just like a really good, it's like empowering and feminist and just, you know, it's just a, it's a great quote. Mine's from the same thing, though. But mine is, and my my checks have ducks on them, bitch. Yes, that's all the same. That's all the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that went over big. That was one of our most liked um Instagram post was I did like a little thing with those quotes and the oh, pictures. Yeah, people really, really responded to it. Someone yeah. referred to her as a feminist icon. <laughs> love it. Joe, since you were eager to share about Jess, let's move to you. Well, my take on Jess is, so in the beginning, and this is a weird phrase to say, but she was naive to the real world, but yeah. in a good way, yeah. yes. not yeah. a bad way. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you. And so what happens, just like everybody does, we've all been through it, you get hurt or things happen, life happens, right. you know what I'm saying? And you get harder with each experience, you yes, get harder. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to let that bother me. Oh, that's not going to get to me. Oh, I'll overcome that. <laughs> right. All of a sudden, that pyramid of all these experiences gets bigger yeah. and bigger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But pyramids are shaped like this, right? Okay. So therefore, as you go up, the less things can hurt you. You know oh, what I'm saying? Interesting. Because at the bottom, it's yeah. several things, you know. Mm -hmm. But as you yeah. go up, it there's less things because you get harder and you get you get more woke. Jaded. Jaded. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So as you go up, less things. And finally, I don't know, for me, it's probably 55. And then at 55, nothing in the world bothers you and you just do what you want to do. But, so you're three years away from that. Yeah. Some so of I'm us three, aren't 55 yet, yeah, so we don't so know. I'm, I'm a few years away. So what you see in the in this what? in this in the season is you see all her trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. You know, in, she does go in, through a lot in terms yeah. of she breaks up with that guy. Then she's got to get back on the horse. So she gets back on the horse, I think, with Genslinger. And that doesn't quite work out because right. then she finds out, well, I got to kind of like the guy. We got to have something in common. Right. Okay, so I'll go on. And oh my gosh, now you're going to date a student's dad. Fancy. Oh, I stand by. Not a good life decision. decision. Not no, a life decision. But no. again, she's building her pyramid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's dating, she's dating the dad, and that didn't work out too well. She even invited the ex-wife to dinner. Right. Don't get me she's started on that. Oh, my that. gosh. So you she see that, and you're like, oh, my gosh. She even let that one jerk from college, the roommate of Schmitz, take her to dinner, remember? And then the guy saved her, and then at the end, they walked her back home and stuff like that. They left their party to walk her Yeah, home. he stood her up. Yeah, he stood her oh, up. Yeah, okay, he stood yeah. her up. That would be the series. First episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he stood her up. So you see all these things happen, and that's where you see the growth. But yet, all within that is the humor and 
the you know the attraction to her is her personality. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. you know yeah. what I'm saying. She's not. She's just a good person. She's not hard. And yeah, I and wish she, that our listeners could see how much Joe's talking with his hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was and, and he built a pyramid. He's all like this. Like, yeah. I can't see you. We, yeah, you guys really missed out. Sorry, guys. And it's funny because she's always trying to rescue people from their own pyramid building. Yeah, oh, you know what I'm saying. Right. I, Nick makes a like decision. Wants to move with Caroline. Oh no 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 no. Right. And Cece, oh, that's a bad that's idea. A bad yeah. idea. Yeah. That's a bad yeah. idea. You know, Winston, get a job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Coach, you're not talking to girls right or right. kids right. That's you know? true. So she's so all these things that she's doing, she doesn't realize that that's you know she's got her own pyramid. Right, because she's so busy working on everybody else's Almost pyramid. inflecting her pyramid on other right. people. So she's like robbing them of their own pyramid. Good that job, time. Joe. Joe. Yeah. Boy, for a guy who writes down a sentence. Oh gosh, for Jess, I mean, there could be a million of them. I know. I mean, and, and you you named pretty much all of them, so I mean, there's not many more left that. Well, we uh, named one scene, but sure. Yeah, but in <laughs> but in that scene is a lot. Yeah, no, that scene was packed. okay. Heather, uh, what are your thoughts on Jess? Well, I actually like we have similar answers. Okay, I think that she didn't really change a whole lot, mm-hmm. but the changes were significant. I think she, if you're living in a house of one girl and three men, you're going to have to get more assertive. You're not going to be able to be so fragile. So I think she did that. She got more uh, comfortable in her position as a roommate, you know, as an equal roommate. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning, she seemed a little nervous to me. Mm-hmm. And then um, probably, and certainly not on purpose, and I don't want it to go too far, she just became, I think, again, as a byproduct of three male roommates, more worldly. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, and I know what it's like when you are very sheltered, mm-hmm. and then people are like, you're faking it. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. Jess isn't, and neither am I. And no one really accused Jess of faking it. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, if that's the way you are, mm-hmm. you kind of don't always necessarily adapt. Yeah. And she did get more functional. Nice. Do you have a favorite? Oh, your favorite dress quote is the same scene as mine. Well, yeah. Or also, I love the one where she says, I learned everything about sex from Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. <laughs> so we're about out of time, actually. Oh, no. So what we're going to do is uh, end this podcast. And we're going to give you guys part two. We should call it maybe Fancy Cast Part One. Ooh, Fancy, Fancy Cast, cast part, part Two. In Part Two, guys, if you like Part One, you're going to like Part Two even better. We're going to have a couple discussion, Whoa. and then most importantly, we're going to pass out our awards for the season. Whoa. And this includes me sharing the awards that were given out via our Instagram. We asked them the same questions we're asking ourselves. Um, so join us for part two, which I think we'll probably release the same day because nice. you know what? It's Christmas. Our gift to you. All right. The See listener. you guys whenever you click on Fancy Cast part two. Fancy Cast part two. Bye. 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 Bye.